With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call on the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 4th of January, 2015. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. Brother, take it away. Okay, Jim, thanks. Uh, by the way, Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, thanks. Hope it's prosperous, healthy, and uh, you're able to do wisely because, uh fellow said, uh, it could be interesting. But, uh, no, I had um, I'd been having difficulty... Um, uh, unusually, and uh, yeah, that's right, a <laughs> wolf moon, that's correct, baby. Um, it, uh, for about the last week, I've noticed that my blood pressure, um, I'd get ringing in my ears all of a sudden, and um, I've noticed that my heart rate had increased, and which is not normal for me. And um, I normally stay about 130 over 80 on BP, and around 68 on uh, pulse rate, you know, heart rate. And uh, I noticed uh, a couple times I'd caught it up, you know, climbed it up pretty, you know, pretty good. And uh, I hadn't been doing anything other than it had to be something I ate or drank or a combination. And um, I had been taking, you know, different vitamins and stuff like that, you know, what I do because I'm down to just the carvedilol and um, the perosamide, and they've been basically cut down to to half. I take a 6.25 carvedilol AM, and then about a 6.25 milligram PM, let's say 8 and 8, you know, 8 in the morning, 8 in the evening. And then I take um, a half, uh, being 20 milligrams of, say, perosamide, which would be very similar to what you call Lasix. It's a diuretic. And uh, other than that, you know, I base, I've got off everything that they put me on. And uh, it just blows their mind. But, uh, you know, I mean, if you don't take care of yourself, you uh, uh, there's a pool there that's a patient, you know, and you it. But anyway, uh, I had been listening to Leonard Caldwell, and I had sent out uh, sites on that on carcinoma and how stress, people under stress, uh, due to movements in the planet, people's minds, I mean, uh, the mass unconscious mind. And uh, all these things affect us, and the electromagnetics and stuff like that. And uh, my blood pressure had got up, uh, like I said, I woke up this morning, and I had ringing in my ears and a slight headache. And um, I was sitting at 170 over 100, and uh, that's correct, uh, Gypsy. Disease is stress. And um, uh, I had got to where, you know, I mean, I, I need to go run my chainsaw and had a cup of uh, 
trees, one come down and drop, drop the fence plumb to the ground. And then we've got another one that's bent over, and it's uh, probably a foot in diameter of pine, about 100, around 100 feet tall. And uh, the wind uh, blew it, and it's kind of caught in the trees and yet partially on my fence, and that's where the sheep are. And uh, so I needed to do that, and I was thinking about it, and the leaves had built up on the roof, and I had developed a leak in this uh, computer room, and I'm not into that. So, you know, I guess probably stuff like that was kind of weighing on my mind some. But uh, I got up and made Lipsamol vitamin C, and what it is, it's lecithin granules, non-GMO, and uh, a natural C, and I had to order it from England. Um, I got it through uh, Amazon. It didn't take just a few days to get here. But uh, nevertheless, uh, the the C, you take uh, a dosage on mine, like a quarter teaspoon, a measuring teaspoon, is 1,000 milligrams. So consequently, a full teaspoon, you got 4,000 milligrams. And... um, um, yeah, uh, there's a lot going on, and it's 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 a lot of things that's affecting. Um, it can be equipment in operation number three. Um, there's a lot of people dealing with this, and then if you'll notice, we've had increased little showers of uh, of quakes around the the various parts of the country. But nevertheless, uh, a teaspoon of the vitamin C, uh, and that there is a non-GMO variety as well um, is a thousand milligrams so I put three of those teaspoons level uh, into a uh, beaker you know like um, I've got a I've got two brand new oyster moolies you just kind of you know put whatever fluid in there and you can make a, you know any kind of particular uh, salad dressing or you know mix anything you want and uh, you put that and um, a tablespoon of the lecithin is over 6,000 times uh, the daily required uh, um, requirement uh, for lecithin. Well, what the lecithin does is that when you put that in a blender, and I initially pour it into a, um, uh, any type of a blender, uh, you know, a, a ninjutsu or a, a jujitsu uh uh, blender and uh, or I can put it in the 20 ounce with the with the you know the uh, the Mooley osterizer and just whip the mess out of it. You want to run it a little bit, you know, so that it makes a real good blend um, and uh, it, that way it doesn't separate. And then I have this vibrator um, and you pour that in the stainless steel tray and you put it on, you know, and I, I it goes a hundred and uh, Hundred and um, one eighty is on that deal. Um, that's about three minutes, and uh, then I let it rest a little bit, give it a stir, and then I crank it back up for say another three, and pour that back into my twenty ounce beaker um, that I can put the cover on, and uh, I took a two-ounce graduated shot glass and poured it just a little over um, an ounce in it and um, began to kind of sip on it over maybe 15, 20 minutes. And then I waited about an hour and I done a second one. The 
because when you do the lipsomol, it coats that sea so that it's not destroyed in the gut, and it's as close as giving it um, to uh, IV direct into the vein uh, for absorption. And so you get, you know, almost the same identical absorption rate as you do IV. And um, that vitamin C will naturally, uh, if let's say the liver's kind of blocking up or something, then it begins to open that up like it does also the kidneys and the ureters, uh, the sphincter muscle, and let's say the the bladder, uh, things of that nature. And um, then the lecithin also rebuilds and uh, the brain feeds on it. And so um, I've done that, and uh, um, it started coming down. I could feel, you know, the way my body was changing. And see, that C gives you a real high level of uh, lithium. And that there is where your body electrical energy comes in. And that's one of the reasons that Dr. Uh, Leonard Caldwell puts those people sometimes, um, he says 100 cc's of ascorbic acid. I'd have to know what the hell the rate was on his bottle, you know, because 100 cc's, that's a lot of vitamin C. And... uh, I know that if you give it orally, normally uh, you get a certain level. And, uh, man, it'll just loosen up your bowels and everything. But Lipsomol doesn't do that. And um, so um, i done that. And uh, then uh, later on in the afternoon, I took uh, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and put just enough water in it that I could, you know, drink it distilled water. And I could drink it without, uh, uh, you know, get past the vinegar taste. And um, then um, just a little bit ago, I went in and I got one more uh, one-ounce shot glass of the Lipsomol C. And so um, I'm hitting myself with steady incremented dosages of real high C. And uh, that's one of the things that Caldwell uses to you know, to stop cancer in less than six weeks or within a six-week period, uh, among other things. And uh, using that, it causes the, the liver to uh, begin to function uh, because it causes the rejuvenation of the cells, etc. cetera. And um, the uh, Dr. Um, um, Lee Sneed was in San Antonio and. Um, I mean, she was a good friend of mine, and uh, I even used to go and and uh, she'd uh, arrange for me to get uh, disodium EDTA tetrazenic acid with C and the B complex and the 12, and I would mix all of those things and uh, and uh, do chelations. And uh, but nevertheless, Eva um, had a lady come in, and when I first seen her, she looked like she was in her early mid 70s. Barely get around, and um, she evidently had parasites and stuff like that. And she was really about 56 years of age. Well, Eva took and put her on about 25,000 milligrams of um, ascorbic acid, you know, IV drip. And um, she done this every day for about three weeks. And I had to come in one day, and the lady was at the end of her three-week deal, and she had passed parasites that were the size of golf balls. And 
But I noticed that God, she had regressed in age. It just it really didn't even look like the same woman. And um, she looked like she was in her, probably say, mid-40s. And um, what it had done was the high dose of C had caused the cellular tissues, the collagen-connected tissues, to rejuvenate. And um, this woman's skin tightened up, the bag saggies went out, uh, met her butt tightened up and lifted back up to where, you know, she was looked like a young woman again. And her breast, uh, they tightened up and stood up, you know, she had her shotgun barrels back. And I mean, it was just amazing, you know, at the change. And uh, so when I was listening to Caldwell, um, on the call the other night on, I believe it was Coast to Coast, uh, hell, something like that, I said it out. Anyway, um, the, uh, um, the, uh, kind of come back, you know, with what, with Eva. And so, um, I began to, uh, go through this, like I said, I started early this morning. And I've dropped it down now to where I'm about 140 over say 85 or 90, blood pressure or the uh, pulse rate is 68 dead on the money. And uh, so um, I've got everything kicking and turning in that direction. And I'll keep doing the um, the uh, apple cider vinegar, um, a couple of tablespoons and enough water, you know, that you can stand it. The reason is that, one, you're getting so much um, a natural... Um, um, potassium, and you're also getting malic acid because the um, malic acid that's in um, apples is one of the key ingredients for dissolving cholesterol stones in the liver and gallbladder. And um, they will take a person that their electrolytes are out of whack, and they'll give them that um, that uh, apple cider vinegar if he's a holistic doctor and usually he can reverse their imbalance in 24 to say 48 hours but nevertheless i've done that it worked you know it worked really good and um i just uh, backed off i use either um, uh, black coffee or um, unsweetened tea and we brew it and everything and use distilled water with that and um I don't like to taste the water anymore. I don't know exactly why or what happened, but I just got to where I didn't like the taste of it. And um, I uh, I have my um, living water machine that was created by John Ellis, and it's the E4 variety. And uh, now I can drink water out of it pretty good. But um, he changes the molecular structure through heat and... Um, by stretching the water molecule and then injecting the light frequency at the same time in the heating and cooling. And what that does is it erases the sickness memory out of water. And it changes it from about a, what is it, six or eight-sided molecule to a 12. And so it's effectively increasing the oxygen. If you're using the E4, you can get up close to 28% oxygen without burning um, your body. You, know, you take patients that have been burned and um, you can put their leg down in a bag or arm and uh, uh, 
pour that water in, and usually it will cause that uh, tissue and all to recover very, very quickly. And see, like at the burn unit in Bamsey in San Antonio, um, which is Brook Army Med Center, I, I think it's, they called it something else slightly different than that now, but nevertheless, it's the main trauma and burn center in the country. They take those individuals when they're burnt or they're redoing the body. And like he said, you know, cholesterol is not the problem. And uh, they'll give them up to 25 hard-boiled eggs a day. I don't know if I can handle 25 damn hard-boiled eggs a day. But nevertheless, they do that so that they can get the cholesterol to rebuild the body. And then they give them aloe vera and things like that. But uh, Excuse me. We sure been getting a nice rain down this way. I don't think the cold is going to come as far down to us as uh, it has for some of you folks. But uh, man, some of you folks are kind of uh, at a place where hell is froze over, so to speak. I can understand. Do what? What'd you say, brother? I said, y'all about froze in up there? Oh, yeah. And they said in the next few days it's supposed to get even colder. Yeah, they uh, said that here, but I've noticed that the projection is is only in about the uh, upper, mid to upper 30s, which is uh, kind of nice. Um, yeah, Iowa Hawk, I used to coon hunt up there uh, off of the Cedar River and uh, down around uh, Skunk River with Leroy Lynn and um, the um, um, the Marshall White and his son. Uh, I had got dogs and a guy named Ed Sweeney up there out of uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah, it was cold. I remember one night we were hunting at 20 degrees, and uh, Cedar River was froze over, and the dogs crossed, and oh, boy, how to do it. was a bunch of idiots out there hunting anyway, but uh, we had good dogs, and so we were bringing home the bacon, so to speak. And uh, But, uh, yeah, I know it can get damn cold up yonder. And, uh, um, yeah, Amber, I don't know, you got... Pretty warm weather, I think, out there. Y'all may have had a little bit of uh, um, rat-a-tat-tat with the cold, but um, Central Texas, Upper Central Texas, Lubbock, probably into Dallas, uh, snow and ice up in there, and then um, north of us, and then the winds whipped. And I prayed, and they went by me again. But, uh, man, they gave them people over and, Alabama and Georgia hell with the tornadoes and stuff, but uh, we uh, we uh, had a young trooper that uh, or military trooper that had gotten out. He'd been out, you know, for a little bit, but uh, he was one of the volunteer fire departments with the girls and Misty and the, uh, the grandsons, and consequently, uh, he. Uh, he just got in a place that he was so depressed that um, he hung himself, uh, I think it was Saturday night. Uh, no, 
was yesterday because his little seven-year-old or nine-year-old daughter had her birthday today. And uh, he hung himself uh, the other day. I remember they gave a call. And uh, my two step-grandsons uh, have cut him down. and So they're kind of having a special deal for them. But, man, there's guys that's got this PTS, uh, PTSD, I'm telling you. Um, can't do what the damn government wants you to do or what the United States Corporation wants you to do because to them it's just an order. To you, you're looking at what happens when that bullet hits. And um, yeah, PTSD can be uh, from a lot of things, Amber. Uh, it's just that some of these guys that are coming back, it's because the crap that they were ordered to do and did, and uh, they can't forgive themselves for it. And um, that's one of the things that uh, marijuana is so good, and um, the VA knows it. I mean, they've done realize that, man, they can give those guys that uh, gain, and um, it cuts their problems, I mean, basically down to nothing. It's like some of these young children that have uh, real extensive cases of uh, epilepsy. Uh, they found out that they can give them a uh, low-grade dosage of uh, hemp oil and, uh, uh, you know, the extracted kind that's, uh, um, you got some that's got the CVNs and some that's uh, got the THC, and um, they can uh, basically stop those children's epilepsy and uh, I was noticing that we had some idiot sheriff down at Brazos County who was a spokesman for the uh, uh, Sheriff's Association of the State of Texas and so dumbass says well we're not going to allow anything we're going to fight uh, legalization in any form to it including medical marijuana uh, I hope the idiot gets a first hand case of wake up and you know that's probably what's going to happen uh, these damn hard-headed idiots, um, they have no clue. And then some of them have got such religious bullcrap that's been blown up their ass so long that, man, they're bigger than Fat Albert trying to walk down the street. They're just full of it. And I um, don't know nothing. Um, there wasn't a prophet in the Bible that wasn't high. Whether they want to admit it or not, if you know what you're looking for, it's in there. But... Uh, I still highly recommend that if you can, um, hit these uh, uh, big lots and Fred's and dollar stores and and start looking for uh, canned sardines or canned fish. I don't buy anything that comes off the West Coast um, from Alaska to Chile. But uh, I look for fish and stuff that's been canned that comes out of the North Atlantic from uh uh, Norway, Finland, Denmark, you know, those areas. And um, I prefer them. If they have canola oil, I don't I don't want it. And um, if they use soybean oil, it better be stamped on there from a non-GMO source. But uh, I prefer olive oil. And then uh, I'll pick up uh, cans of corned beef or cans of corned beef hash. Uh, I'm not real high on these damn uh, Vienna, 
Vienna sausage and potted meat and stuff like that. But uh, I'll say this. If you're hungry, uh, a Vienna sausage is damn good to have. And uh, so... uh, uh, I, I agree, uh, Amber. Uh, it shows that once they do it, it quiets the uh, mechanism in the brain. And usually, if you can reduce their carbohydrate level down to 30 or so, um, it'll stop uh, most epileptic episodes because the high carbohydrates. And uh, they were uh, discussing down here also um, the problem with wheat. And these people are getting and dying from wheat gut. Yeah, we buy spam too, but we, if it's got pork in it, we don't buy anything with pork in it. So we look for either turkey spam or an all-beef spam. A lot of the halal groceries like uh, Phoenicia in Houston on Westheimer, um, places like that in the Jerusalem, uh, um, halal Jerusalem, or Jerusalem halal market, um, or Indopac. Some of those places will carry that same type of stuff. And uh, you can also ask, uh, like Fred's or the different dollar stores, Family Dollar, um, that if they will see if they can order, um, you know, from their sales batch that uh, spam that is like you want it, uh, like our case, I said all all beef or all uh, turkey. And um, But I stacked that stuff back and keep it in there, and then we canned a bunch of stuff and... Uh, do our best to keep stuff going like that because you never know what's going to happen. And um, uh, Joyful 64 is fixing to do a little canning. I just uh, hadn't been able to link up with our man that normally goes and picks all of our different vegetables up and stuff like that. And besides, um, I think he probably got caught in that snowstorm up in uh, Oklahoma. Went home to see his mom and dad and took his family and so forth, and uh, uh, I just hadn't heard from him yet. But I'll, I'll, I'll hear from him next day or so. And uh, I guess he's got people that's got greenhouses, uh, you know, because it hadn't been that cold as far as, you know, like winter greens, spinach, kale, collards, mustards, turnips, uh, rutabagas, uh, beets, um, uh, spinach of different types, you know. All of those things you can still pretty well grow outside here and uh, because, see, like they're prepping for the winter garden or, or the early spring garden now uh, in January, getting it ready, and uh, they'll plant, let's say, the latter end of January or first uh, middle of February, and um, then uh, the cold crops uh, can stand a, uh, a late frost, which is anywhere from... Uh, they always used to say around the 20th, 21st of March down south, and the old uh, farmers and the old Confederate uh, uh, almanacs. But uh, you can see times when the sign is in certain places and you get a better above ground or a better below ground crop. And so those different things are things that you really need to know something about. Uh, you can get you a few really good seeds. And uh, we've raised enough hell with them down in this part of the country. Um, like HEB in Texas, they're predominantly bringing in a huge um, uh, source of uh, organic and non-GMO foods. And um, 
over into Louisiana, over near the farm area in Lake Charles and places like that. Um, they've listened to people because people have just raised hell about GMO, and they just stopped buying. Uh, like corn is about in between, uh, it's about 92% GMO. And um, so um, I'd go in, I'd catch a new manager every time I'd go in there. And that's to tell me something. You people can get non-GMO corn. And uh, if you can't, we'll just keep passing the word and we'll just stop buying it. That's But the bottom line for uh, Walmart and these other affiliated stores of y'all's is that uh, you got to move product. Here's the deal. I don't give a damn whether they label it or not. You better do due diligence and me find out that I have none GMO products or we won't buy from you at all. We'll support one damn store uh, that's Market Basket or someplace that'll do what we want, and they'll order what we want, and you damn people can go suck your tongue. And uh, so they kind of took it on the chin and woke up, you know, and so they started doing And another thing you want to keep on hand is a Fairbanks, F-A-I-R-B-A-N-K-S. It's really um, an offshoot of Gallo Wines. But um, I just ordered a case of uh, the quarts of uh, Fairbanks Red Port Wine. Red Port Wine, specifically. Because Red Port has been proven in trials to knock out stomach diarrhea, uh, food poisoning, and crap like that, uh, you take a shot glass. Even a little child, you can do that with a shot glass and uh, let them just sip on it and uh, over maybe 15, 20 minutes, and you can you can give that to uh, anyone, you know, uh, let's say up to uh, about two hours apart. And usually by the fourth dose, um, it'll knock out their diarrhea and things like that. Now, if somebody comes down to where they just got a, a water stool, two things you want to do. One, you want to start increasing their salt content. And uh, you want to uh, start giving them oatmeal, um, things like that. And uh, the rolled oats, the old-time oats, we don't buy this artificial bull. And um, we begin to, you know, to put that together like that because if they have a real bad case of diarrhea that's gone, you know, I mean, pretty bad, I've seen them to the point that they would lose so much body fluids um, and see the salt helps to retain that. In places of cholera and stuff like that in other countries, that's one of their remedies is to give salt. So, uh, but if you can find this Dr. Leonard Caldwell, C-O-L-D-W-E-L-L. -L. I highly recommend that you hunt down everything. He's got a website that will give you free uh, um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, tea can. Um, it kind of depends on what kind of tea. Um, but if it, uh, if it gets to rolling pretty good or they got an upset stomach, that tea won't stop that. I mean, I realize the tannic acid is in it, but it, it normally doesn't shut down a... a you know, real good uh, stomach uh, virus or uh, or food poisoning or something like that. And um, I've had people in one dose, it would stop it, you know, of the Fairbanks uh, red port wine. Uh, you can get it from upstate New York, but it don't taste the same. I don't know what the damn difference is, but that from upstate New York just flat don't, don't, 
that don't have what that other one's got. That's because they don't know how to act up here, Gary. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, how y'all doing? Doing all right. Having... We're all we're all sick over here, man. You need the baby and Leah. And uh, it's kind of funny you were talking about that that port wine. I didn't know about that. I'm gonna try that. I woke up at five this morning, and man, it's just pouring. <laughs> yep, I got you. That's the truth. Do you have any red wine at all? Yeah, what's that now? Any red wine? Do you have any any kind of red wine? Okay, I never knew that. I never knew that. I appreciate that. If you do, uh, go to sip in a shot glass about every two hours. But okay. as soon as you can find the port wine, uh, I'd hit it. Uh, but like I said, I order a case at a time. Uh, I think there's six six or eight bottles in a case. I don't care. Um, okay. And I've got about six or seven still on hand. But what happens is, and we date them so that we rotate them out and uh, keep them in the pantry or stash them, you know, other places through the house. And uh, because, and we keep tea tree oil on hand. Um, yeah. I keep nanoparticle um, um, ozone or laser made uh, colloidal silver. And um, I got the intergold uh, um, that uh, Donna and Steve had acquired for me. And I started spraying that on that graft on my leg uh, because for some reason it just broke down. And boy, when it broke down, it went almost an inch deep. I had two holes that were at least the size of a quarter, and they were hooking up. You know, I mean, they began to create the figure eight look. And now, um, I had got I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask a question. Go ahead. I'll wait till you're done. Well, I got it to close down quite a bit. I've used, uh, I've cooked the urine down, and I use sugar, um, and then I give it a break because sometimes that uh, cooked down urine, although it really creates an epithelial growth, um, and you know causes the sublayers of the of the graft to fill in. But um, hell, I was the only one. The doctors never could get it to close up. You know, at different times they had to work on it, but. Uh, I uh, finally got it down now to where one edge is probably, oh, maybe a little bit bigger than, say, a pencil eraser, and it's um, somewhere between an eighth, uh, no more than about an eighth inch deep, and the other one has still got a spot in it that's probably close to, oh, maybe close to a half. And um, but it's not as big as that quarter. It's reduced down too, and uh, the little bridge that had opened, it's filling in. And uh, what I would do is uh, I would take four befores and soak them in distilled water because you want to create a debridement procedure. And um, I would just take a little atomizer. You could go to a place in Walmart where the toothbrushes and stuff are. And, and buy those little squirt bottles, you know, that like 97 cents for a little two-ounce squirter. And uh, if you get the other kind, you can, you know, put it in there and open it up. And it's the same price. It's just a different kind. And um, I spray that on there and let it dry. And then I use a, a support stocking, and you get different kinds of them right there in the pharmacy at Walmart. There's two pairs to a package, pretty reasonable. And um, it will keep that on overnight. And if you get the kind that is uh, made for people that are in bed and stuff like that, then it won't crunch your toes. And um, um, 
it'll allow that to uh, um, what's good for skin vasculitis where a person breaks out in rashes um, it is auto that's something that would help you if be through the um, uh, use of the turpentine and sugar as uh, espoused by uh, um, um, Dr. Jennifer Daniels. And see, shingles is a virus just like that uh, in the immune system. Uh, black seed oil, the real good kind, is excellent as well. I think we've got um, a couple of quarts on hand. Um, that also, but man, let me tell you something. you got to have a strong constitution to take that stuff. That is some, it, it'll, it'll get a grip on you, but it will take and stop it. And um, the um, um, the turpentine and sugar, I think, will greatly assist them because uh, it's going to pull that in to feed on it. And when it does, it's going to uh, knock it out. Betadine solution is good for bed sores or wounds that don't want to heal. Um, some folks add sugar. The reason the sugar is because of Dr. Gen Jennifer Daniels, D-A-N-I-E-L-S. Um, she is now in Panama. Yes, uh, but the sugar gives it the glucose. Uh, you can also use honey, uh, which will act as a natural hydrogen peroxide that the Egyptians used up to 4,000 years ago. But anyway, uh, uh, back to you, Prosperol. What was your question? You actually kind of answered it because I was going to ask you about in the past when you talked about the urine therapy, and then you went right on into it. So <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, it seemed it sounded like a the colloidal gold works better than the urine. Based well, yeah, I mean, say I'm just saying there, there's a multitude or a myriad of things that can be used, um, and um, that will greatly assist the program. Um, the colloidal gold has been proven very, very effective in dermal or um, in dermatitis and things of that nature, um, skin infections. And um, that there will knock that out. Matter of fact, the turp and uh, sugar, if um, I believe I'm correct, it'll also knock out uh, HPV and um, uh, really herpes and things like that. I mean, you could knock hell out of that in candida. And so all candida is is that your body is low with certain minerals because everyone really has it. It's just that it's in control. But once the immune system gets low or you're sleeping with somebody that's got an active case of it, then they can transfer it to you. And uh, um, the borax, uh, go to Earth Clinic dot com earthclinic dot com um, uh, yes the colloidal gold I use the 200 parts per million um, the inner gold is what it is uh, on the deal it's a nano and it um, it comes out a, a real pretty kind of a, oh um, it's almost a keter color you know like a a pink, uh, a violet keter. And uh, so the color's right for high healing, but I noticed immediately in the first 24 hours it, is, it helped in my draft. And um, 
So just something for you to think about. Now, you can take it internally. Uh, they say that, um, oh, what is it? I think, it, I think they recommended a tablespoon a day. I ain't jumping up and down on a lot of that stuff. Um, I take the cap off of the inner gold, and uh, I may fill it maybe half full, which is somewhere between a half and maybe a teaspoon. And um, I'll hold that in my mouth, you know, and then uh, uh, drink it on down, you know. And uh, But I may not do that, but every other day or something. And see, gold and silver and the lemons is also uh, creating high connectivity and energy within the body. So the, all of these things are kind of somewhat related, as is um, hydrogen peroxide therapy. Um, you can take that, and if you mix it right, um, well, if you get the certain one that was made like this one here, it's uh, the redder it is, it's the higher parts per million. The clearer it would be down 20 parts per million. But they've had better success with the skin, Rocco, using the 200 to 220 parts per million. Um, and besides, 16 ounces, uh, food-grade hydrogen peroxide, yes. Um, the 16-ounce bottle, I think, is um, 34, 30, around $34, $35. <coughs> and uh seems like that's shipping and all. But um, I think after watching this do this, and it'll keep, um, I'm going to go ahead and order another. Uh, uh, they sent me two 8-ounce bottles uh, instead of the 16, which is perfect. And um, I save those bottles when, I threw, when I'm through with them because of the fact that um, I can refill them with, you know, extracts or something that I make. Um, like if I buy the... Uh, uh, nature's Life or Nature's Way, something like that, uh, probiotic. Um, it comes in a cobalt blue bottle. Cobalt blue is extremely good for healing, and they use it in uh, color therapy in India. It goes back to Ayurvedic times, um, because here again, we're all different colors of frequencies, and yet each of those frequencies has a color. And so if you're deficient in certain areas, you can add... Uh, uh, you know, certain colors. But anyway, I save those. They come in 8-ounce bottles. And um, once I'm cleaned about, washed them, and we've re-prepared them, I've got a thing up there full of them. And I buy Steen's, S-T-E-E-N. Um, um, molasses. Molasses syrup that you could buy. And it's a 16-ounce bottle. And consequently, when we get through with them, they all get washed and get put uh, in a in a deal, you know, and prep for use. And um, any whiskey bottles or things like that, uh, um, I'll use those to store and make uh, high doses of C, uh, you know, by a lemon cello um, or um, um, various types of medicinal wines and things of that nature. But uh, we, we do our best to prepare and you never know what's going to happen because uh, I know the dollar looks good right now, but I'm here to tell you, you might as well get ready. China is taking over, and uh, the reason is is because of the, all the gold. See, even Solomon's gold um, allegedly went to uh, uh, Indonesia and that area. But uh, they talk about uh, Solomon's gold, 
But if you go to, I believe it's the seventh or the ninth chapter of Genesis, you can read about a man named Eber, E-B-E-R. And uh, Eber had several sons and the sons of Joktan, J-O-K-T-A-E-N, I believe it is. And uh, if you look and see there, you're going to see that there was a man in that listing. There was two or three brothers. One of them is called Jobab, J-O-B-A-B. One of them is called Ophir, O-P-H-I-R. And that is the true gold of Ophir. And uh, Rudy Sanchez, Rodolfo Sanchez, a good friend of mine, San Antonio, was from Guatemala. And uh, Rudy had been doing research in the Mexico City archives and run across the fact there was a king named Ophir that said go three years' journey by water to what was called the Temple of the Great God. And if you look up in Ezekiel, you'll find that uh, where he talked about water that was ankle-deaten and knee-deaten and uh, uh, thigh-deep or, you know, hip-deep, so to speak, and then water to swim in, that temple, the only temple that matches it in the entire world is the Temple of Maya, in Palenque, Mexico. It's laid out perfectly, just like Ezekiel's vision. So this crap about telling you that they didn't know where the New World was and stuff like that, um, uh, that's, that's all a, a bunch of, uh, of uh, uh, governmental-designed bull crap right straight to the Vatican. And uh, they don't want people to know. It would have to rewrite their history. And if they rewrite their history and you discover the lies that they have used in the various religions, and they're all sister religions. That's why they call them the daughters of the whore. Uh, because they they take and espouse any belief structure so that it can be used to control the people. And um, this is what they've done for thousands of years. That's why they want a, a position craft, um, a priest craft, and a of various orders, um, and, um, and and right down to your modern um, mouthpieces in courts. Um, various colors of Gypsy, and uh, somebody else is asking him, uh, uh, Rocco, um, light-colored versus white light. It, it kind of depends. Uh, you can buy boxes of uh, the uh, acetate filters, and uh, what I did was... Uh, I made a light box. I went to Lowe's, and they had these U-bulbs that uh, gave off way more light than, say, a regular regular fluorescent. And um, you have to kind of get within three to four feet of them. And so I would mix the various uh, shades or acetate that I had. I have a book called, um, oh, hell, I called it a while ago. Um, um, it's healing with light, but there's an Indian doctor wrote it. And man, it is good. They even showed how they used it in greenhouses and uh, could grow stuff like you wouldn't believe. I mean, uh, they could get two crops a year off of their grapes. They could put some grapes inside, some grapes outside. Um, they could hang uh, certain color formats of uh of the uh, acetate filters inside the greenhouse. And so what light came in would flash through um, the, the acetate uh, filters. And, man, it would just make their garden grow like crazy. So, um, I mean, there's a lot, lot to that.
Color Therapy, I think, is the name of the book. Well, you technically can um, absorb minerals and so forth right out of the air. Um, you'll hear them refer to breatharians, and uh, these are people that literally do not eat, and they've documented some of them over a year. One guy, I don't think. I, I don't recall exactly now how many years it was he had Nate. And um, all he does is by breath and sunshine. Um, he goes out and uh, uh, sun gazes and things like that. See, they've been trying to scare people not to do this and not to do that. But if you do it at certain times, like the first 30 minutes uh, from sunrise um, and the thir- first 30 minutes uh, before sunset, the eye is basically safe, and you start doing it in there. If you'll punch in sun gazing on your web search, um, you'll find that uh, this guy's up in, um, I believe it's Washington State. And uh, anyway, all these things are there. So, I mean, it just depends on, it's kind of like when you make up your mind you're not going to eat. Hell, after a day and a half, all your hunger pains is gone. You're on cruise street now. And um, uh, when you get to where you get a ravenous hunger, that's your body telling you to start uh, something to put uh, amino acids and things back that the body can use to break down uh, quickly. Um, And that's where beef broth, you might use something like that. Take the bones um, of of, uh, beef bones and just cook them down, drain all the fat off of them, and sip a little bit of that. I mean, like a shot glass. Sip it over 15, 20 minutes. What it's doing is that it will cause the heart uh, to uh, break down the amino acids in the system without the heart breaking down. And see, a lot of people, they after they go into that autolysis state, after about 7 to 14 days, the body has released its little surgeons in there and it's opening up plaque and things like that out of your arteries and veins. And if you drink plenty of distilled water, um, you know, I mean, you could use uh, black coffee. You could also use teas, whether herbal or regular. Uh, matter of fact, if you do use a tea and you want to knock the uh, high acidity rate down, uh, you could take the 20-mule team borax and sprinkle just a pinch in your hot tea and you'll see it fizz and foam. And what it did is it just neutralized the acid, and that's what the monks and stuff uh, that use and make uh, uh, their teas, their Darjeeling and things of that nature, and they use yak butter, you know, to go in it. Um, I mean, mean, all these things you could do. They're just simple things. Prosperol, did I get your answers or your question answered? Um, you covered most of it. I just said it, it's just kind of funny. I feel like everything you're saying today is like right on target with what's going on with me. Like talking about cure and diarrhea and whatnot. Then you started talking about the probiotic. I was actually standing there and like, 
kitchen there looking at two, the last two bottles of that case I ordered last year when you recommended. Yeah. And it is, uh, according to the bottle, it says it's expired. These two bottles are on the same day of the the 18th in 2012, 18, 14. But I was thinking, you know, a lot of times that what they put, you know, most. Uh, yeah, I, I would take, uh, I store them in, I buy several at a time too. And I just shake the hell out of them, take a tablespoon, put the cap on it, stick it in the fridge, and they tell you not to do that. But I don't give a damn. It works great. That's and, what I've uh, done the whole way. <laughs> That's okay, what I've like, done. Another, like uh, another thing you can do, if you can't get uh, raw um, um, natural uh-huh. milk, if you can't get raw natural milk, and if you could, I'd find somebody that had either Jersey's or Guernsey's. Um, the, next choice, the next choice would be a brown swiss, you know, if you're going to buy fresh from a dairy. But if you can't, you can get what they call promised land. It comes in half gallon, um, a red label, red top. Go down to a, um Indian, Pakistan, Islamic type of grocery and um, ask them if they have uh, mango pulp, M-A-N-G-O pulp. They'll get it in a can. It's you know, it's like a big Del Monte can, not the little one, but the bigger one, you know. And um, I think I've had it before, brother. They drink that stuff in Afghanistan too, don't they? Damn right, they do. And that's what yeah. keeps them keeps them healthy because see, people have lost their bacteria through antibiotics and stuff like that. That's why they're giving a lot of these antibiotic shots to children is because. They know that if they kill the bacteria, then the disease will develop, and the Egyptians knew knew that as well. And that's why fermented vegetables, excuse me, fermented vegetables, fermented rice wines, um, like they do in Korea. Um, anyway, what they do um, is you take uh, that mango pulp, and let's say that. Um, That promised land half gallon or half gallon of fresh raw milk. And you can take unpasteurized milk. If that's all you can get, it's the closest you're gonna get to, to and it will work. But you okay. take it and put about two tablespoons of that probiotic in it and go buy you uh, um oh, what do they call that fagay. I always think of a little faggy, you know, but uh, anyway, it's F A G E. It's a yogurt. And uh, you want uh, um, all natural, the the heavy stuff in there. And uh, Wade, I see he's on uh, on the call, and uh, he'll kick in here in a minute, I hope. And uh, milk keeper grains, that's correct. And so I added uh, keeper, uh, the pulp, the uh, probiotic, and the uh, foggy or foggy or whatever the hell they say. And I put that in that milk and pour it into a glass gallon jug with a lid. Now, I screw the lid down just enough to where nothing can get in it, but it can valve off. And I shake the thunder out of it, and I let it sit at least 24 hours on the counter. And what it's going to do is it's going to make that mango lassi that was so good in Afghanistan and places like that. Um, and... Um, when you uh, do that, you can take your a shot two, maybe three times a day. I had a young lady, uh, uh, Wade just showed up, uh, culturesforhealth.com. 
Uh, it's uh, on the bottom of your screen there, HTTP colon uh, double forward slash www.culturesforhealth.com forward slash and that uh, cultures for health, one word, all lowercase. But nevertheless, um, it'll go to getting a real nice ferment to it. And uh, you'll see the little beading go to bead up. Well, if your fridge is really below 40 degrees, it'll go to stunting that dang keeper. But the keeper is excellent. I had a young lady down here that uh, come find this. She just kept gaining weight, gaining weight, getting bigger to barrel. And um, I asked her, I said, uh, I went in one day, and, and she was having stomach cramps and had a vibrator trying to get her bowel to wake up, you know. And I said, what the hell's wrong with you? And she said, oh, God. I said, how often do you have a, a, a bowel movement? She said, about once a month. I said, oh, hell, woman, no wonder you're sick. And so I got to working with her and got her to drinking this uh, yogurt stuff that I made. And... Um, it took about a week plus a um, a good bowel cleanser to get her to where she would go um, once a week, and then the next week I had her down to once every three days, and then after that she got down to once a day, and uh, she's still improving, and she has dropped pant sizes. Um, I mean, the cellulite and stuff's going out of her legs. Um, her belly fat's decreasing. So, I mean, you can do this. You can take a person that is sick and with some type of a bad disease, and you can give them that uh, that uh, yogurt combination, keeper grains, uh, the lassi-type uh, drink. Um, give it to them about a tablespoon to two, three times a day. That won't put no weight on them. But uh, the natural ferment will break the lactose sugar in the milk down, and turn it to a lactic acid. And um, he throws you up another one there for uh, starter cultures, yogurt starter, keeper cultures, sourdough starter, kombucha, uh, which is a tea, buttermilk starter, etc. Wade stays up on that, and uh, he used it for himself and his family, and he's a guy from group two. So, uh, I mean, there's people all over this country that once they get the information, See, like uh, we had a guy in group that's uh, um, with the Green Beret Foundation. He's in North Carolina in Wilmington. And um, they uh, removed, I think it was two-thirds or three-quarters of his liver because once you do, the liver will rejuvenate. But his didn't want to start rejuvenating. And um, so um, I explained to him about the lemons and doing the lemon water three times a day. And uh, he was a team medic also in group. And uh, I run energy on him a, a time or two and helped turn it around because he was starting to get another abscess in that liver after they had worked on it. And uh, you don't live too long without a liver. I'm just telling you right now. So um, anyway, we worked on that. And I haven't heard from him anymore uh, in quite a while. But... Um, um, these are just little things that you can do. And once you know, share it. That's like the coffee enema. Man, a four-cup coffee enema, 102 degrees, retain 15 minutes, and about 90-something plus percent of migraine headaches will disappear. 
because it's just that the bowel is not functioning. You put them on that yogurt, and that yogurt itself will go to knocking out any uh, bacteria cultures, yeast cultures like candida, etc. And say the vagina, um, some of them get it really bad in the in their rectum and so forth. And I mean, uh, they get it up into their urinary bladder. I mean, just all kinds of things. Uh, guys that are uncircumcised, they don't clean very good, and so they'll have that cheesy buildup. And um, man, let me tell you something: they can get an infection in there. And once they get it, they're going to keep passing it back and forth for their partner. As soon as the partner gets rid of it, they're going to re-indoctrinate them. So, I mean, these are things that uh, be good for you. Beef atoms are good for the liver and warm drinks, warm beef bouillon. Uh, water's good for the liver. Um, it likes warm stuff. I don't know. Um, I just know that uh, that works well. Um, elderberry and plum homemade wine is real good for coughs. And good for the stomach. Uh, Rocco throw that on the line up there. Um, the old-fashioned chicken soup, yep, that'll work. Um, and if you go to a Vietnamese grocery um, or um, Asian market, ask them if they have pho. It's spelled P-H-O, seasoning package. And it'll have all different kinds of herbs that's in there. And you can do that with beef. You can do that with chicken. Um, and uh, what I do is, like, let's say I've got a real nice roast, and I'll put it in, and I'll add uh, basically two quarts of a good beef stock, and uh, I'll put all of my faux seasoning in that uh, satchel, uh, sachet bag that they have in there, and tie it up good, and drop it in, put it in a slow cooker, and I'll let it cook till that dang roast, you can touch it, and it'll fall apart. And what it's doing is that it's melting the fat out. And uh, then I'll take it and strain any, uh, I don't put anything else in it other than the beef broth and the meat. And that way I don't get any scum or foam buildup, you know, from vegetables or whatever. And the faux pack or food faux pack, uh, they also have two other varieties that are called uh, um, um Herbal, uh, it's, it's herbal seasoning, and they create that fuck with that same stuff. And what it is is that uh, people that have a problem with their bowel and need to clean it out, man, I mean, it'll clean them out big time. So uh, there's a lot of simple things that you could do. Have a great meal in the process. If you want the fuck noodles, uh, they'll be in the cooler section, or you can get udon. And uh, some people like them, but don't add your noodles. Uh, put them in your bowl. Put any other, like I use Thai basil. Man, that really kicks it. Thai basil, and uh, I take small baby bok choys, wash them real good, uh, split them in half, and then uh, take them and just basically uh, thin sliver lengthwise uh, slice with the knife, and that they're... Um, you know, any kind of thickness to them, I turn them sideways and hit them again lengthwise so I cut them down and have them ready. And because uh, all my seasoning is already in my my pho, uh soup water, and um, I'll put in the noodles that I want and, uh, you know, the vegetables that I want to go in there. And then so much of the beef, uh, usually I'll pull the beef out and... Uh, 
put it on a, you know, I use a bamboo cutting board and a, a real nice uh, uh, chef's knife. Um, I like the rounded tip instead of the pointed. And I'll cut that into real th- small pieces. Or you can also take and buy a strip of brisket that's maybe three or four inches wide, maybe two inches thick, and uh, get it cold, cut it in half, put one half in, uh, let's say, a, 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 a one-quart bag, and zip it, throw it back in the fridge. And I don't put it up in the freezer then. I put it down in a vegetable drawer, and I let it just kind of... Uh, chill there and tenderize for about three or four days. And um, the other one, I paper thin slice it, or let's say 16 thin slices, and I get it set aside, and if I make the pho uh, that I've cooked down, I might take those thin sliced briskets, uh, because they're real tender, they're going to cook real fast, and that's on the order of taking that pho pot and turning it into a Mongolian-style pot. And, um, man, I mean to tell you, you got your veggies and stuff, you can get it on and clean your bowel at the same time. Yep. Um, Art of Fermentation, uh, Wade recommends. It's an in-depth exploration of the essential concepts and processes from around the world by Sandor Helix Cats. That's S-A-N-D-O-R. E-L-L-I-X, CATS, K-A-T-Z. A pho is a, is a soup. You're starting to see uh, in the South a lot of Vietnamese pho or pho um, uh, kitchens crop up. And they'll bring you a big damn bowl of soup, and so you're getting a lot of moisture involved. Um, yeah, I know. I remember you going to that class. Another thing is the Price Institute, the girl that wrote um, uh, Fermentation Hospital, what's her name? I got it over there on the bookshelf. She's real good. Uh, Sally Fallon, um, um, who made the best Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I understand, but, but anyway, that girl will do that. I had another man that came, and they had dinner with us. And um, he would have a bowel movement, but it would leave basically no markings on the paper. And I noticed he started putting on weight. And uh, I uh, made that kind. It's got the, it's got cinnamon and you know the big black um, cardamom seed and a, a whole nutmeg, uh, uh, you know, in it. And I mean, all good seasoning, fennel, etc. And um, so I would put that in in that little sachet package. And when I cook it down low and slow on low, I turn it up and get it high and hot. And once I got it hot, I just kicked it down to low, and I would leave it on four or five hours or overnight. And so the next day, it hadn't been cooked to death, but it was as tender as it could be, and I could set the pot up and... Uh, um, Man, uh, but he made a statement. He was here yesterday, <laughs> and they were talking, and uh, he looked at that bud. He said, I'm going to tell you right now. He said, if you're working, you got to be careful of that pup. He said, brother, he said, it will move mountains. 
and it'll do it quickly. <laughs> Had to mess his paper up a little bit. What else you got going here, folks? Oh, no, uh, hell no. Um, I, I use mine. I've got some that I knew were a year or so old. And as long as they're not open, they basically you haven't lost the the uh, the ingredients because it's a type of an acidophilus. And um, then when I would take it, hell, it worked just like it always did. But after I opened it, I put it in the fridge, you know, on the door shelf. And um, that way it would stay and... Uh, um, I would have people that would come in that, you know, difficult to get them started. And so I'd give them a tablespoon uh, or maybe a half a bottle, you know, something like that. Um, the only thing is that if you get one of my bottles, brother, you better bring it back. Me and you ain't going to be talking too good to each other anymore. Eight o'clock. Okay. Yeah, Wade and I, but yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. I just talking out of turn. Sorry about that. No, you wasn't. I was just since it was quiet. I was going to say um, there's two types of um, of crocs uh, that are the um, um, the anti-siphon uh, type of a croc. They've got a lid on them. You put a water bath at the top and you fill that with water. And they come with a set of stones. And you put your stuff in, you know, like they'll tell you, and... Um, um, Oh, hell, that's good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Prosper, um, um, that's good stuff. 12, 18, 14, all right, ain't no problem. But anyway, um, um, I got two that were from um, Williams Sonoma. They were more reasonable, and really and truthfully, they really wound up holding more than the one, the brown that I got from uh, Germany. Uh, style, the real good ones from Germany. It was a four-gallon. And um, they all three done a great job, but I, I, I'll i tell you this. There's a trick to it. Now, you can take and use a plastic bag on top of all your stuff once you put it in your Ziploc and put your weights down on top of that. And what that'll do is it'll keep any of your stuff from floating and any other fluid will come up. And as long as the veggie isn't in an air pocket, um, it normally will not uh, create any kind of a mold. But the mold that comes up is not really bad, and what they do is if they do that, they just uh, scoop it off gently and, you know, continue on. And um, if I didn't have that and I wanted to do it, I would take maybe some fresh collard greens or fresh mustard greens, um, and I would uh, take the big leaves and I would lay them on top of my 
ferment um, that I'm, you know, the, the kimchi or whatever I'm making. And um, I would lay them down, and then I would put my um, two um, weights inside on them. And um, I don't open it for about the first week to 14 days. And um, I just make sure that when I press it down, there's enough water to go. Sometimes I'll add a little bit. And um, there's a lot of great recipes, especially from this book, The Art of Fermentation. I, I got that book, too. Um, and um, the lady from Price Foundation out there, Sally Fallon, hers is a pretty good little book. Um, she's got things in there that tell you about GMOs. But they were uh, warning people here the other day um, about um, wheat because it's so highly GMO. And they're talking about wheat gut rot. And uh, see, that and pure GMO corn, uh, they usually butcher a hog out before, um, you know, it gets to the point that all that genetic crap starts showing up. But if they let them go a little bit, those hogs that are on that, um, it goes to rotting their guts out, too. Well, the same thing with that wheat. And um, so you need to kind of go to looking and seeing, but there's a lot of information, and you'll see children that have uh, really bad acne. That's normally only created from one of two things. It's either um, um, milk lactose intolerance or it is a wheat intolerance. And a hell of a lot of it is in wheat. Uh, like if you're going to a store and you want the best dang um, rolled oat, um, uh, oat bread, and you go to read, the first damn ingredient is going to be wheat flour. So if you want to know what you're doing, learn to bake it yourself. And there's recipes for that people will share with you. Um, you can take uh, and soak those grains and when you do, I mean, you know, be good to your grains. Learn to soak them. Uh, just like uh, they say, well, don't uh, soak the beans. Listen, you soak the beans overnight like your grandparents and them did years ago. And so they say, well, they have less minerals. They also have less gas, so you have less farts. And another thing is that when you cook them and soak them overnight, the cook time is going to be basically the same. Um ohiostoneware.com uh, catalogs for 213 20% off PDF um, you can copy that down that'd be good to have um, man I don't copy that but then if I do that I'm going to kill this whole system I hope somebody will copy that thing and send it to me there's some good references in there but um, nevertheless uh, Williams Sonoma is also a good place and you can get those wholesale um, I got two that would have cost me um, close to $200, and I got them for, it um, seemed like it was 130 bucks a pop. Those are three-gallon width weights. They're well-finished inside and out, and I have had less trouble with any kind of uh, mold formation or uh, bacteria formation, you know, creating a mold type on the surface out of the Williams Sonoma. They've been far easier to, you know, take care of. The um the Ohio stone, the German ware, there it's excellent. It's just uh, a little bit bigger, 
like I said, four gallons versus three. But, uh, you know, it's up to you, whatever you want. Uh, check it out. What what you like. Uh, see, like, uh, I've got one, uh, that Ohio Stone uh, German deal. I've got it with a Korean Milky, which is where you take um, a real good grade of, uh, of um, rice, wash it real, real good. You want to get all the talc and, and extra uh, uh, starch off of it. And um, I'll put in, let's say, um, maybe a pound um, of the rice. And then um, I'll put in for every pound, a five-gallon crop weight says you can get it for 100 bucks right now. So that's that's a good buy. If you can get on that, jump on it. All thing is, if you have to pick it up and move it, you better remember that five gallons is a mean dude. But uh, um, anyway, what... Um, um, I put that on with, uh, let's say, a pound of sugar for every pound of rice. And I wouldn't put over two pounds of rice in there because you're going to find out that you've got uh, you've got a lot of rice. And then what you do is uh, you can heat distilled water up and up that the sugar you pour in dissolves and makes like a real thin type of simple syrup. And you can pour that in, and then if you've got some raisins, throw a handful of raisins, about, you know, at least 10, 20 uh, raisins in there. And the raisins are going to help activate the yeast. Now, as long as the water is not too warm, somewhere around 102, no more than about 105, then you can uh, start your your yeast. Uh, and you could use just plain old cooking, rapid rice, something like that. Um, and uh, uh, was it Red Devil yeast and so forth? Not Red Devil, something else, close to that. But anyway, you get that going, and you start it, and you bring it up to whatever level you want in that crop. Put water in that uh, bowl, and just go on and leave it alone. And it's going to take a month or so, maybe two, for it to get to where you're going to want to drink it. Um, I've started, I've got some that's been going now for uh, close to four months. And it's getting a kind of a nice tartness to it, um, a somewhat effervescent. And um, there's more enzymes in a cup of that uh, Korean uh, sake milky than uh, there is in a whole cup of uh, the best plain yogurt that you can get your hands on. So just, just something to think about, you know. I mean, same uh, to you, Prosper, all you and uh, Little Bird and Little Mama. Y'all get along fine. I told y'all about that playing around business, so I know if you got two fresco, you get another one on the way, so congratulations. <laughs> Hell, you might as well have fun <laughs> with somebody you enjoy having fun with. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, Wade gave you the update. Sally Fallon is the author with uh, Mary Enig, uh, author. It's kind of like a double author in it. And uh, Nourishing Traditions, the cookbook that challenges politically correct nutrition 
and the diet dictocrats. So uh, he's keeping us up on the line there as far as uh, healthy food and things of that nature. Wade, how many crocs do you have now? Wait, about how many crocs do you have? Like I said, I've got the three, and then um, I've got one of the old-style ones, you know, like they made years ago, like a pickle croc. You know, that thing gets heavy. I think it's 10 gallons. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, then I've got all kinds of uh, of uh, carts, uh, 10 to 15 three with airlocks. Wow, that's a bunch. Boy, you keep a lot of stuff going. But you ought to be healthy as a horse eating like that. And uh, another thing is like, let's say I've got the five-gallon glass carboys. I've got six-gallon glass carboys. And I have two 15-gallon hand-blown uh, Italian carboys um, that you make wine or whatever. And matter of fact, I have both of them filled with 16 gallons of a corn beer. Now, it should be somewhere between 22 and 27% alcohol when it finally stops. Um, I figured it would have stopped two and a half, three months ago, but uh, it is still bubbling. I don't know how in the hell it's doing it. And um, it, it should have used all the sugar and everything else up. And the corn, I used a, a non-GMO uh, cornmeal and uh, mixed that and uh, just put it in the crock. And, um, yeah, everything I've got's got airlocks. I've, I've got the airlock on them all, other than that one big one I got from Mom and Dad. But, uh, hell, that crock must be, that crock is probably 40-something years old. Um, but it's just so big, and it, you know, finding a place to put, oh, okay, you got the hand-blown ones, yeah, I've, I've got, uh, Two of the of the sixteen gallon hand blown from Italy with airlocks. Everything I got's got an airlock. All the cardboys. I think I've got six or eight six gallon, and probably four or five of the five gallon. And then um, I've got a steam distiller that you would make like um, essential oils. And so, um, um, you know, I picked up one out of Washington State. They had a company up there that uh, that's what they specialize in due to the uh, lavender. And uh, they had one that was about 500. It's, it's basically a five-gallon steam distiller. It's got the rack that goes inside, and uh, you can, you know, get your water boiling and, put your dried herb. You, you basically have to do it with a dried herb. Um, I tried it with the wet, you know, when I made it with the um, jasmine flowers, but that didn't fly too good. So, uh, and you need to keep the temperature real, real low. Um, I found that I could get it to uh, start uh, valving off the uh, essential oils at around 120 to 135 
And then if you were going to go on up and you wanted to extract uh, any of the ethylenes and things like that, you need to start somewhere around 160. Um, it has a it has a pipe built into it, and you just hook a water hose to it. And uh, you could do it on your stove top, or you could do it, you know, out in the yard on a burner, and uh, hook your water hose to it and water your yard at the same time. You know, just uh, it's real nice, all stainless, super heavy duty rig. Um, I've sent pictures out of it before, but as far as an essential oil distiller, that that's not bad. Yeah, there's a friend of mine down here uh, had made one using copper tubing, and um, he found an old galvanized water cooler, you know, like they had years ago, and um, he drilled a hole um, in the bottom or on the bottom edge and inserted his fitting, and uh, he used pure silver solder to make the connections. You don't want to use lead solder because that, that crap will kill you. But um, uh, anyway, the um, silver solder, and then he made his coils inside and um, let it uh, come to a place up close to the top. And uh, he would fill that thing with either um, water using his other deal and an outflow pipe, or he would fill it with ice. And... Um, that uh, steam would come up that pipe uh, or come up in his head and uh, go over into that pipe. And, um, man, it would, it would make the finest ethylene you ever, um, uh, well, anyway, you got, you got to do it. You know how to work stainless steel, that works real good, too. But if you get a brand new, if you get a brand new essential oil distiller, and you want to take and work some of this stuff, uh, you make damn sure that you soap and scrub out that stainless steel real good because it may look clean to you, but I'm telling you there is an oil that is on that stainless. And brother, if you don't get it off and wash it real good, um, it can monkey up some serious taste factor. I had a friend of mine ask me, he said, what's the difference in wine and brandy and cognac? I said, it's called distillation. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you take your wine and you can distill it off if it's a high percentage. You do it real slow, I said, it'll make a, a real good brandy. I said, now, if they want to up that again, then they'll redistill that real low and they'll get them a cognac out of it, and then they do a couple other little jigs and jags with it, depending on the recipe they're using. I said, but that's basically what it cooks down to. And uh, you could take and make anything. You could use a boiler top, you know, like they use on a stove top. You could get uh, industrial um, uh, medicinal glass beaker steels, you know. I mean... Um, that can be used to make uh, 
you know, the essential oil. Um, you can use and extract it and then take and do certain things with it. Um, but anyway, there's a lot of things you can do. Ah. Wade, do you want to kick in there and throw a log on the burner and throw some comments in or whatever? Or are you content to stay where you are? Five gallon, that hundred dollars. That's pretty good. South Carolina. Uh, that's Will. I am, isn't it? I'm not South Carolina. I'm South Central North Carolina. Well, I'm sorry. I, I was just. I'm uh, thinking about that. Um, how you doing up there? Uh, really warm today. Cloudy, really? overcast, rainy, and about 75. But we're expecting about 27 by Thursday. So it's not, yeah. too, not too good there. But I've, I've got some other things that uh, are happening in a personal life that's got me in a a down mood, you know, trying to disrupt yeah. my life. Well, um, I'm hoping everything will work out good for you out there. Yeah, well, I could use I some, fair, you know, intervention. Cause I've had to, I, I had to make a court date to try to make some settlement with my uh, my problems that you know a family member has been doing. Yeah. Yeah, I've got. Uh, we and I have to rework the durable power of attorneys, the pour-over wheels, and the living wheel. Um, we redone the trust, and um, I reallocated situations, you know, but um, i got to get those up and done. Um, appreciate your input, uh, Wade, by the time. Yeah, um, I hope you come out on that. I've had uh, another young man that's up there in North Carolina, and... Um, I've got another friend that you know of, that uh, the B man, that's in William. Was it Williamsburg, Wilmington, Wilmington? Wilmington. Yeah, and then Danny's uh, folks is from Wilmington, so I know quite a few people around the Wilmington area. But uh, it's not going to be a safe place soon. <laughs> it's not going to be. No. Yeah, I've got a lot. Of- that brother built a home over there, and uh, he won't listen. He was in business with Ross Perot at one time. I told him he was crazy, but, you know, Ross was going to stick him while he did. Well, you can't help everybody, Fred. No. Those guys in your family, uh, I hear him tell me a lot of times, well, I want to help my children, this, that, and the other. And I said, well, I want you to do one th- one favor. I want you to go to uh, um, Scripture and read where one, two are in the bed. One is taken, one is left. 
and uh, you got sons and daughters against mothers and daddies, uh, mothers and daddies or husbands and wives against each other. I said, you got to stop and think about what you're saying. You can't save nobody else, and the man you're calling Jesus Christ couldn't do it either. Because if he did, you'd have to throw everything out. Otherwise, the fact that the Scripture teaches plainly that we give to our own self and out of the abundance of our own heart, everything happens. And uh, the only person that can forgive us is ourselves because we're the only one that can lay the blame, the guilt to us. But anyway, Gypsy is asking, why is it not safe? Why is it not going to be safe? Well, we talked about that a few weeks ago, I think, you know, and maybe partly last week is that this, when uh, this planet makes its uh, appearance and it finally passes by the, between us and the sun, it's going to wreak havoc here. And yeah, uh, Scripture true. says that those that dwell carelessly on the isles, you know, well, that means the seacoast, and it's going to be devastation when the seas lift up and come inland, you know. Yeah, they... Um they uh, managed to get some shots of the sun about a week and a half back. And, boy, you could see the flames of fire coming out from behind it, and it would remind you when you look at it of the rising sun on the flag from Japan with the various rays because these things were like huge tongues of fire coming up 360 around the sun. And um, see, like... Uh, Ed Dames right now, Major Ed Dames, uh, he is no longer giving interviews uh, as of um, this uh, past month. He stopped because he's preparing for the kill shot, and it is not going to be a one-time event. It's going to be multiple things that build up and add to it. And if you'll notice on your Internet the last few days, um, you've probably been running slow at different times like that. We just put in another brand-new Wi-Fi, a bigger Wi-Fi to handle all the systems here. And um, the one I had, I gave it to Shawnee, and um, I'm fixing her up again. And uh, she was telling me what she wanted to buy, and I told her, I said, Honey, I said, even though mine is is two or three years old, I said, uh, the stuff I bought at that time is still beyond uh, what they're selling in these stores. She said, but, gee, I want to do like you. I want to have one built. I said, well, honey, that one's already built. And uh, they wanted to do some writing and stuff uh, with her poems and things like that. And she's got an HP in there that uh, will run on network uh, with the 7s because we're using Windows Pro uh, 7. And uh, so... Uh, I was explaining to her about graphics cards and, you know, the sound cards and a lot of these people down there were talking about they had this and they had that, but they were all uh, overclocking. And um, so I told them, I said, well, you go ask them. You want to know what that means? Go ask them. And so the guy told her, he said, well, ma'am, he said, uh, when it's overclocking, it's running over its clock speed, and it's like a racehorse that's running all the time wide open. It just don't last as long. And uh, she come back and she said, "Gee, are, are yours overclocked?" I said, "Nope." I said, "Everything in there is AMD. Everything is matched to the processor, the board, the RAM chips. All of them are at the same speed on the transfer rate on the motherboard." And I said, "If you do that, 
then you don't create the little uh, neck down areas that that gobble up and block or slow down your information. And uh, so she's been really diligently checking. And uh, I had got this this new big one. Um, and, uh, man, it's got more wheels, bells and whistles on it than I know how to start and stop. You know, I mean, it's just loaded. But uh, if you ever wanted to do uh, in-house desktop or things of that nature, uh, we can all work together, you know, and share the files on it. So it it, it really works quite nice. Yeah, that'd be fine. Some set up something like that. I'm more interested in going back to uh, Ubuntu or some other thing because uh, Microsoft uh, is, is so easy to hack, and all the all the program companies out there have to write in uh, software. Allowances, so NSA can you know hack in any time they want to. In other words, back doors, and I, it's harder to do that in open source like uh, Ubuntu. And well, it may be harder to do, but I'm here to tell you, brother. Um, I remember Wade and I was talking one time, and we were talking about leaks, and he made a statement. He said, "Well, you do realize that." Uh, they own the bucket, they own the water that's in the bucket, and they own and control the leak that comes from the bucket. So uh, I would uh, advise you to consider, you know, I mean, you just have to use your head what you're doing and what you're saying because um, uh, anybody that speaks against the government or, or exposes anything that they are doing, um, well, we're, we're on a watch list. I know that. I've been on that since the eighties. Oh yeah, I, I understand. But I'm telling you, this last year it really tightened up. And um, just word to the wise, you know. I mean, I've had to be careful. I know that there's times that we'll say things on this call, and uh, before the night's over or the next day for two, three, four days, man, I have flyovers at the butt. Not only aircraft, but uh, helos. And um, it used to scare some of the people around here because they would come in here all the time. They were afraid that uh, <laughs> they were going to swoop down out of the skies and, <laughs> and we was going to be getting it on. But, <laughs> uh, you know. Well, I'm not far from Pope Air Force Base, and they're always, this is a, my, uh, where I stay right now, it's one of the. Where the, they fly over in the courses to land at there, and they make their turns too, you know. So there, there's traffic all the time over here, you know, all kinds of traffic. Yeah, they, well, they'll, I'm out of the traffic flight pattern, but uh, I guarantee you they they open it up every time they want to come here. And, oh yeah, uh, I, I know they're monitoring. They have been for so long in here. I don't even worry about that. As a matter of fact. This uh, group I'm associated with with the RV, you know, because I'm quite heavily involved in it. I got an email from the guy that runs it, and he's been working um, with these exchange coordinators. And he asked me uh, that I need to abide by the rules of the group that uh, I'm not supposed to send out any anti-government emails to them. And I wrote back to him, and I said, you know, I didn't know telling the truth was illegal. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I, he said, you're the most controversial member of our group. And I said, well, I was talking to one of the other members who's very prominent, and he's a doctor also. He's one one I sent you that stuff on Cottrell there, you know, that cancer cure stuff. Yeah. And Dr. Art and I were talking, and he... Uh, Did you heard that saying, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the ones you think are your friends sometimes, they're your worst enemy. Well, and see, another thing, too, it's like I was explaining to different uh, young people. I said, uh, I realize that you think all these people out here are your buddies. I said, you smoke buddies and you this and that and the other. I said, y'all keep them damn telephones where you go. I said, they're smartphones, all right. <laughs> I said, but uh, they're a lot smarter than you realize they are. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we talked on, and I said, let me clue you in. I said, uh, if one of those guys get busted, you are their get-out-of-jail-free card. All they want to do is roll you over and bust down a bunch of them. I said, that's why you need to be kind of real careful, you know. Be friendly, be this, be that, help everybody you can. But if you're thinking about anything, keep it between your ears and behind your eyeballs. And you hang your mouth shut. And I said, you get along fine. It just goes you in that new truck you got out there or that new car. I said, don't be running down the road running your head. I said, get your ass out and walk away from that thing away. Leave the phone in there. And uh, I said, because uh, that own star, I said, brother, they, they inside the car with you. Oh, yes, sir. It's on all the time. Yeah, yes, it is. It tells you who's on first, what's on second, and whether or not you've thought about going to third. Oh, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I don't use one. I mean, we don't either, right? Um, Jim Jim had turned me on to this. uh, What's this straight talk, Jim? Is that what the name of this phone is? Yes. And that straight talk, you can kill the power on it, and you can pop the battery out. Now, some of them have a real low-grade, long-life lithium cell in them, and even though you've taken the regular battery out and you've killed the phone, um, that damn thing will still transmit. Have you and, heard about uh, the black phone? The what? The black phone. It just made its debut in June. It's totally um, encrypted. And it comes well, from overseas. It's totally, it's not from, you know, here. The whole source system is over in like Belgium, I believe, and they use all these private uh, server systems. Well, believe me, it's, uh, they say it's totally encrypted, but i got news for you. There ain't an encry- encryption that they don't know. That's it. He that keeps his tongue, keeps his life. Right, yeah, I understand. That is true. That is a correct... you got to use everything you can to try to keep, you know... The reason reason I'm saying what I'm saying is uh, once upon a time, not no more, believe me, when I left was the greatest day of my life. I mean, I used to do things for Uncle Sam for years, but uh, it was, believe me, that is not a place anybody would want to be that has any kind of conscience. Well, hopefully things are going to be changing the email I sent out to you, Gary, that 
posting that was out tonight. There's supposed to be an announcement on the 6th on national TV. Well, like the fellow said, supposed to be would, could, or should, I don't know, but when I hear it, I'll know that it's uh, it's on the line. Yeah, well, that's but, what uh, I'm saying. You know, when it's finally yeah. online, we'll know for sure. Yeah. And see, these, these people are not going to give up. They're not going to just lay down and walk off, you know. I mean, they've been in control for a long, long time. And the ones that pull the strings behind them have been there longer still. Well, that's... And, that's um, you know, these fallen angelic beings have been here for, you know, millions of years. They, uh, this force field we're going into in, in the cosmos here, that energy is so high, it causes the vibration changes, and there's DNA changes happening in our body right now. They can't handle yep. us. They're going to have to yep. leave. Well, they that, or they go deep underground, but even so, Oh, no, no, they're going to have to leave the planet completely, and there's going to be all kinds of flying crap leaving uh, in the next yeah, few months. I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Um, um, anyway. I, I, something for you that, do you ever get on the Internet, sir? One from North Carolina? And do what? Well, I want you to check something out. It's by a guy named da- Danny Wilton. It's and it's got to do with the Orion Nebula and uh, the hidden knowledge uh, from from the ancients all the way up till now and what's going on. I think that would open your eyes to a lot of things and what White Wolf and us has been talking about on the call for these past few years. Uh, but it, it's it's a guy named Danny Wilton, W-I-L-T-E-N. And uh, he explains a whole lot of things about the, why the Orion Nebula is so important to us and vice versa. Like it says in our, the uh, hermetic writings and stuff, as above, so below, and as below, so above. And it will, I believe it would answer a lot of things for a lot of people if they check it out. I mean, uh, Jim, are you are, are you spelling that guy's name Wilkin? W i l k e n? No, W i l t e n. Ten, like oh, ten. Wilton. Okay, Wilton. Yeah. Wilton. Yeah, the Orion Nebula. You realize that the Orion Nebula is also known as Osiris. And uh, in some terminologies, it's known as the Jesus Nebula or Zeus Nebula. Yes, sir. And uh, see, a lot of people don't don't realize some of these connections. But the reason the uh, um, dog star was so important was because there's only three days that it shines, and the three belt stars of Orion uh, point out its rising. And see, when you had the crossover and he's hung on the tree, the tree is the crossover from the old solar system or solar sun last year to the new one this year. And so three days, uh, the sun doesn't move uh, from the 2021st of uh, December. And so he's dead in the grave three days and three nights. And then on the morning of the fourth day, which is what they're calling 
um, uh, uh, Christmas. New Year, I mean, uh, uh, Christmas, Christ Mass. They have raised up, and they're they're showing a mass for the Chrism State. And yet, uh, then it rolls on over, and you've got so many days, and that's when you start getting into the Mardi Gras on Twelfth Night, and you know, and uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas is talking about the various days of certain things. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's in there. It's just People don't know nothing about that. Uh, and I'll hear them come up, oh, that's the devil. And I know damn good and well, bless her little darling hearts. They have listened to that lying-ass preacher and swallowed what he's told them, hook, line, and sinker. And you could not help them if you had to because their belief structure will not allow it. And consequently, their belief will draw that type of situation to them. See, that's why the mind is so powerful. Um, if you can uh, do the meditating, see it, experience it in the mind, be one with it. So you're walking throughout the height and the breadth of the land. You remove the sandals off of your feet. You And wherever you put the soles of your feet, Abraham, I'll give it to you. And what he's telling you, see, feet and understanding is the same thing. Once you've got the application of it down in mind and you begin to act on that, then consequently those things would uh, come forth. So there's things that uh, Wade could uh, say about uh, some of the individuals that were in uh, 1st, 3rd Battalion and um, some of the instructors and what they could do with the mind, goat lad, and things of that nature. And um, uh, when you realize how powerful the mind is, I mean, they had a training session in group. They would take a guy with about a one-inch pipe and uh, basically, he put on the whole armor of the Lord, the whole army of Yod Hey Bob Hey. And yet, it's like putting on the iron shirt or the iron palm or the flaming Buddha palm. And uh, you could hit him over the head, over the shoulder, or wrap it around his chest, and uh, hell, it wouldn't even hurt him. And he'd bend that damn pipe. So, I mean, your mind, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious sakes alive. That's why we have to be very careful about thinking on the negative and about how the shit hit in the fan because the more you give power to it, you're giving the power to the unclean, the calamitous thing, and because we hold it up, we attract it. We draw it into our sphere of allowance, acceptance, or creation because we're using this divine aspect of the mind in order to manifest in a physical reality that we're locked and linked together with and that's where the race unconscious mind Carl Young was referring to uh, steps in. That's why it tells us by our words we're justified and by our words we're condemned. If, if we're the only ones could add the blessing to ourselves or take it away. We have to stand in the place of the Christ, the chrism aspect, the anointed mind to be one with the creator essence of all things. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree with that. I have no problem. Like you were saying earlier, Gary, you know, one will be in a bed, you know, one will be in a field, or two in a field, one will be taken, you know, two in a bed, one will be taken. And it's not the righteous that are taken, because they weren't, the righteous weren't taken in Noah's time. All examples in Scripture, it was the wicked that were taken away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this There's is what happened. The wicked are going to be removed from the earth, and the righteous, the meek, shall inherit the earth. And that's the whole you know, the groups that, you know, I've been listening to and studying even the one involved in it with this uh, reset, uh, they all have plans to uh, 
help all mankind with all the wealth that they will be receiving. Well, there's, yeah, there's, always gonna be, there's always going to be good, and to a certain extent there's always going to be bad, because we're in a duality system. We have a positive and a negative, and without those two aspects or two poles, we cannot create the third aspect, and that's the Shua or the manifesting state. But see, a lot of people, that's difficult. Oh, no, that's the devil. You're talking about the devil. Oh, God, they got devil and Satan on their damn mind. I mean, well, that's they, they don't the need one, they create one. That's because the Catholic Church programmed them for so long. You know, and all that's the all the things, you know, they've deceived the Islamic faith also. That's correct. They've been programmed Brother, so long. There's one other video that it, it's by, like I said, Danny Wilton. It's it's called the Black Hole Sun, and it talks about the Orion Nebula, that uh, how the the influence it has over our sun. That most a lot of people have a concept of uh, the sun being a certain way and why it does what it does. But everything NASA regulated me. No, everything NASA is telling us about the sun's wrong. I understand that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, uh, I'm talking about higher esoteric. Uh, I am too. Understanding yeah. each, I understand that. I'm not trying to demean you by any means, and it, believe me, I'm not. That uh, what's happening with the sun, it actually comes forth from that. Orion Nebula, that we are connected with that in ways people have no idea. That's why it says, as above, so below, and as above, below, so above. I mean, oh, man, my phone is going dead. But it's called okay. the Black, uh, Black, Black Hole Sun, I believe. Uh, and that's on uh, by Danny Wilton, too. But uh, there's just a, there's just a lot of things there, you know. It says a wise man changes his mind often, but a fool never does. And uh, you can't I mean, call I, now. I, you can't call now. For me, I'm on the I'm on the phone here. I have okay. to get off. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I, my phone was going dead, and uh, Wade was wanting to give me a hookup on the call. I have to wait till I get off of here because I'm on this phone here. But about that individual that uh, understands about the new year, it's t- it's talking about a new cycle and inclination of the sun and the planet for the growth season. That's what it's calling it, a new year. <laughs> and that's what it is. I mean, simple stuff, son. It's anyway, a, go ahead. That's the solar new year you're talking of, not the... The, the one that sets up in the uh, Hebrew calendar. Yeah, well, I mean, see, the Hebrew calendar, d- depending on how you're figuring it, uh, one of them is figured uh, from the vernal equinox um, and uh, the first new moon past it, and that's where the start count is. If you're in the witch's cycle, you're going to start in February, somewhere close to the 14th, and that's why they're having the uh, cupidity. The, uh, um, Cupid, because uh, it was a time of impregnation. So, I mean, 
there's a lot of things that's going on that just people don't understand. And like, say, the black sun, if you really get to digging in some places, you'll find out that it's always related to Saturn. They're 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 telling me that they're they're telling me that they're holy days, but they they've twisted and turned it so much to where they're they're making a, like a festival out of it. Yeah. Well, well those what, what that happened? rule us in uh, D.C. and uh, Washington, you know, Washington there in London and the Vatican, uh, they worship Saturn. Yes, they do. Saturnalia. Yeah. Um, and and see that's also the Bacchus or Bacchus space and festivals, and uh, but anyway those different times and then see uh, you remember Buddy Johnson uh, they would talk about the man on the faraway journey, and so they done the uh, New Year, um, the next month you know uh, from say the first one, and so they were on the faraway journey and they didn't realize that that depended on uh, where your uh, Capricorn and Cancer were, if you were outside of those, you know, it, it affected uh, your growth season. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that's being taught there. It's just that uh, some of these people got such a little finite-ass uh, finite mind and reasoning, they do, not, uh, they do not know what it is. And it's extremely difficult telling them. I mean, uh, you know, can really cause you to think incorrectly. Yeah, absolutely. But there is, you know, this year uh, it's going to be jumping because of the double Sabbath and stuff. Uh, yeah. On the solar calendar. And I, I, like I said, I still keep the, you know, the noon to noon because of the, that's the equal time as it says in scripture. I mean, because if you use the equinox, um, it changes all the time. It's never the same. Uh, yeah, it wobbles. There's no Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about you know, Vatican's got kept records, and I checked them all the way back to 1000 AD, and uh, they jumped all over. You know, and 1300s, it, it was like on the 20th for 65 straight years, and then it went like to the 17th, and then it jumped back to the 19th and such. And it's been running on the 20th. Well, the calendar I've been keeping up, well, this year it's going to hit on the 20th. It's going to line up this year, but, you know, it hasn't. Like I said, there's a lot of things that's in the mix, but uh, I've got P56 is in there wanting to throw something on the table. Uh, Wade, go ahead. Brother, I just want to uh, talk for just a second to you. I just want to tell uh, tell you that I appreciate, uh, number one, you and uh, what you do and... uh, you remember the old Indian in uh, the Josie, Alho Josie Well, you know, the yeah, the, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the treaty guys told him, you know, said, uh, you know, uh, uh, I was going, what was I going to say? And I'm about to forget it. Uh, I'll endeavor to persevere. So that's about where I am right now. I'm endeavoring to persevere. <laughs> and, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> So I just wanted to tell you that uh, I appreciate what you do and and, uh, and for being a good friend and uh, and for uh, letting all of us uh, have a chance to uh, be a part of what you do. And we just uh, I just want to uh, let that let that be said tonight. And so uh, I won't keep I, you. I, I wish you the best and uh, and just thank you for being a friend. 
friend, you know, that goes two ways. A brother is a brother is a brother, and as far as I'm concerned, you definitely are a brother. We second that, brother. Well, you, you take care, and I, and I wish the best for everyone. Same to Same. you, brother. Happy New Year. Prosperous. Uh, give my best to your family. I know that you're taking care of the program, and I'm glad to... I'm glad I met and know you, too. I, I mean... Okay, you know, bro. Talk to you later. Me. Take care. Have a good night. Same to you, Thank brother. Thank you, Thank for being here. That is one fine guy, folks. Yes, sir. one fine man. I'm telling you right now, if all of you had a friend like him, um, you, you would be just... Uh, you'd be so far ahead of the game, it'd blow your mind. But he's a great guy. Um, he's in Tennessee, and um, he was seventh group. Um, very special individual. But um, Jim, I'll be honest yeah. with you. It's about eight fifty-one, and I'm gonna um, back out of here and go put my leg up a while and uh, keep everything working. I enjoyed the call with you. And uh, I would imagine that just because that raindrop hits on top of that mountaintop, it's like rain falling on your roof. It just always seems to run downhill. Yes, sir. But, um, <laughs> the uh, train well, when you, uh, Oh, I was going to say, when you get a chance, if you can, if you haven't already seen it, I mean, if you would, uh, if you could check that out if you have time and, uh, and give me some feedback on it. That way I'll make sure that I'm on the right path myself, too. Okay, Daniel, his name is Daniel Winton, W-I-T-E-N? No, Danny, D-A-N-N-Y. W-I-L-T-E-N. Okay, Wilton. All right, Wilton. And that's the Orion Nebula. I'll do my best to see if I can check it out. Um, yeah, the, it won't be long after the call will close this shrink rat, and uh, he'll have it up for the recording, and um, that will get, um, 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 that'll get everything going. Wilton, yeah, there you are, Gypsy Eyes. Thank you, hon. Um, yeah, there's one called the Black uh, Black Hole Sun, and the other where it ties in, you know, the Nile and Egypt, the ancient teachings of that, how you know it shows the Temple of Man and other things. It all, I mean, there's a lot of things there that it ties into. Yeah, I remember when I first got that book, uh, the Temple in Man. That there was, um, oh man. Uh, it wasn't E. Wallace Budgie, it was the other fella. Um, it was a, oh, uh, damn. Man, he had some good stuff. I got that book back in the late 70s, or maybe the early, early 80s. And um, I was endeavoring to put it together with uh, the scripture. And um, it uh, it was just difficult to find until later on I found out about the... Uh, um, the man of uh, mana machine inside the temple. Um, uh, that uh, well, 
13, you had your idea. I mean, that's your privilege. But anyway, uh, we took, and as we began to study and search these different things, um, they would, you know, I mean, it was just amazing. And then uh, I realized that uh, when Jeremiah, the king, um, in, um, in his day, took and destroyed everything that was in the ancient temple proper, and see, uh, a lot of people don't realize that, say, like uh, the Ten Commandments. There's two sets of Ten Commandments in the Old Testament, uh, or Torah, and uh, they are not the same. But, uh, you know, here again, you start showing people that, they've got to have a mind to open up and look and see, or you, you couldn't give it to them. I mean, they'd that, 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 that be like a, a, a thirsty man in the desert. They'd see a mirage and believe it and, and try to drink sand, you know. So yes, uh, it's, that's just the way things are. You know, you can help those that you can. Some of them want to be a pain in the ass. They don't realize they're being a pain in their own ass and because um, yes. they're doing it to themselves. Uh, but that uh, Chief George was in there with uh, Josie Wells, and the other one was Ten Bears. And uh, so a lot of interesting things there. But anyway... Uh, Y'all have a great night. Shalom, prosper, be in health. Like I said, all of you have a, either a happy holly, holy, or a holiday, <laughs> new year. You take it any way you want it. Shalom. Catch you later, Jim. Y'all have a good night. All right. Same for you and your family, brother. Shalom. Thank you now. Yes. All right. Same for you and your family, brother. Shalom. Thank you now. Yes. Wow. Well, folks, y'all have anything that you want to add to or share? Feel free to do that. I mean, that's what this is all about, us to come together to understand and to grow and to know. So if you do have something that you want to share, please, now's the time to do it. Because I'm sure we'd love to hear from you if you have anything you want to share. You're welcome, Shrink and Gypsy. You know we love you and appreciate each and every one of you on this call tonight. And Wade, brother, you're a blessing in ways that, I mean, that you can't express sometimes. But uh, like I said, if you would like to share something, please do it now. And if you get a chance, folks, uh, check out check out Danny Wilton. I mean, you know, it's, there's a lot of good insight there, I believe, and it's what White Wolfness has been talking about. But I think it opened up... L- you know, for some of you, a lot more than what's, how can I put it? Uh, it, To open it up, you're understanding a little bit more and a lot of different avenues where you'll be able to piece everything together more easily. But with that, since no one has anything they really want to say or come on, I guess I'll end the call. Thank you for coming, and to each and every one, 
blessings, prosperity, and, uh, you know, I wish you all a great new year full of blessings and health and prosperity. Shalom. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.